0: Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight, I'm your host, Jane Wernett. Today we're talking with three local nonprofits, Lizzie's Fund, 360 Youth Services, and the Naperville Education Foundation. Spotlight, And today I'm joined by Bernie and Gail, a couple of their furry friends, Jasper and Mabel, from Lizzie's Fund. So welcome! Thank you. Good to have you both here, and it's nice that you brought new new friends in Jasper and an old friend in uh, Mabel. So Bernie,
1: I'm going to start right out with you. What's Lizzie's Fund? Lizzie was a saucy little, four-pound, long-haired chihuahua that was loved by her family. But at age nine, she experienced some severe orthopedic Issues, which meant that she could not walk. Um, Because of a significant heart murmur she wasn't a candidate for surgery and two vets suggested that she be put down. Her owners couldn't accept the prognosis so they found alternative medical care for her which at the time was very new. Uh, She lived another seven and a half wonderful years, very healthy and happy, and when she finally passed away at age 16 and a half Um, her family decided to start Lizzie's Fund, which is a 501c3 charity that finances the care of senior dogs in shelters and rescues. To date, Lizzie's Fund has helped over 300 dogs through medical care, surgical care, alternative medical care, uh, sometimes permanent foster, and even hospice care.
0: Yeah, that's a. it was a sad story when you told me before, and, and it continues to be. I mean, you hate to see something like that happen, but so much good has come out of it. Yes. And I know each of these pups have their own story that has gotten them there. But I'm gonna ask you, Gail, to tell us and kind of walk us through that process of how Lizzie's Fund helps, uh, and how you find
2: the funds to help. Right. Well, first of all, I would say that Lizzie's Fund is there to help other organizations. And what we do is we um, are contacted by an organization that has a senior dog who has expensive medical bills, but they're salvageable if somebody is willing to step up and pay for the medical bills such as Lizzie's fund. And both of these dogs had um, medical issues. Neither one of them could walk when they came in, in fact, but they're... um, you can see them today and they're loved pets and that's all it takes is just a little bit of extra. um, When the organization contacts us, they fill out the appropriate paperwork and then we look at the paperwork, we get an estimate from the veterinarian and we, for the most part, chances are are going to
0: step up and help. That's wonderful. Now, I, and, and I, I think you'll explain two questions for me. One is sort of the why the senior dogs. Um, so let's start with that,
2: why senior dogs? Well, first of all, I like to say that what you see is what you get when you adopt a senior dog. Plus I like to say, you know, you're going to get more of a couch potato as opposed to a couch eater. <laughs> I like that. Which does happen, let's admit it. Um, And senior dogs often are so thankful and they really come house trained. Um, For the most part, they already have some basic training and they usually fit right into your family. Okay, so
0: my second part of my question, because I think it's interesting, you're sort of, you're, you're getting contacted by organizations that possibly the senior dogs might not go to the best possible end. And you're able to step in and take care of them in that way. And then it sounds like you're also then turning around and helping them find a forever home.
2: Correct. Okay. Spot on. Is that okay? Right. Both of these dogs came in, they couldn't walk. Jasper had um, sepsis, he had four infected legs, they were terrible. And um, he had to be carried into the veterinarian. And Mabel, as we told you the last time we were here, unfortunately her owners decided to pitch her from a car and she could not walk. Mabel today chases rabbits and Jasper is a loving pet and has many more years of love to give his family. That's wonderful. That's wonderful.
0: And they both, I mean, they're so lovely. They kind of marched right up on set and made themselves at home. And jaspers he may stay with me the whole night tonight. So that's awesome. Tell me a little bit, if you would, Bernie, about the new developments and what else you've kind of got going. Because I know you've evolved. You've had a very stable organization. What's mm-hmm. coming next?
1: Well, what we've done in the last year was to promote, more promote, our uh, permanent foster care. And those, that's for dogs that can't um, maybe be adopted um, hospice care, which sometimes is necessary. Um, next, we developed a program called SOS, or Spotlight on a Senior. Okay. And this was uh, promoting senior dogs in shelters and rescues that had been there a while. And we use social media for that and highlight them. And um, we've had pretty good success with that. And then the last thing that we've been doing, which is fun, is we've gone to junior high schools and we have been talking to students about volunteering and um, putting back into the community. Uh, We have 12 volunteers so far, um, several of whom are regulars. They go to the nursing homes and spend time with the senior citizens, with senior dogs, and it's an amazing experience for them. They plan parties and events and uh... the volunteering is really good for the community
0: yeah well and i think it builds that appreciation of seniors and if you're building it through senior dogs and then senior humans you know mm-hmm. it's it's we're not done yeah. <laughs> more to go right <laughs> right it's wonderful gail Obviously, there's funding, and, and you talked about that. In some cases, these senior dogs have significant medical uh, expenses associated with it, and that may be why they find
2: their way to you. How do you go about finding the funding uh, for this? Well, first of all, we depend on private donations, and we're always very grateful to get those. But we also reach out through events in the community. We just finished up Tails on the Trails at the Morton Arboretum, where we had a booth. We have the... Um, uh, Ashley Whippet Invitational Frisbee Championship, and that'll be Labor Day weekend. We'll have a booth there, and we'll certainly meet a lot of people and get some support. And on July 25th, we will be at the Municipal Band concert. Nice. And we always have the most delicious treats. <laughs> for, humans so, dogs, for, uh, yes, for humans and dogs. <laughs> yes, we, for We will. Blood. <laughs> and so that is, that's really a wonderful thing. And we've also um, teamed up with two Bostons, and we've had some educational opportunities where we've had seminars for people who actually have senior dogs so that we can help them know how to best treat a senior dog so that they have um, a fulfilling life. That's wonderful. Well, Bertie, as we
1: kind of just wrap up, what can our viewers do? How can we get engaged with you? Um, We want everyone to realize that, Adopting a senior dog from a shelter or rescue could be a really rewarding experience. Obviously, it's wonderful for the dog, but it's great for the family, um, as any family who adopts a senior dog could tell you. But the big lesson that we learn from a senior dog is that every day is a gift.
0: Yeah, thank you. So well said. And obviously, Mabel and Jasper really believe that. I think she's going to go to sleep. She is. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for coming by. And if you're interested in learning more about Lizzie's Fund and how you can get involved, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay with us. We're coming right back with more Spotlight.
3: At Busey, our story centers around you, your goals, and your dreams. You dreamed of owning your first home. You partnered with us to customize a plan. You started a business. You trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs. You wanted to leave a legacy. You allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. Busey, your dream, our promise.
2: Stay
4: up to date on what's happening in our neighborhoods and schools at City Hall and all across town with NCTV 17 News Update. Email directly to your inbox once a day, Monday through Friday. This two-minute video not only tells you the latest news, but shows it to you, all at your fingertips. And that's what's happening right here in Naperville. And the best part, it's free. So sign up today at
2: NCTV17.com slash subscribe.
0: If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette and joining me now from 360 Youth Services are Harley Jones and Carolyn Walskog. So nice to have you here today. Thank you for having us. Oh, it's a pleasure. Now, Harley, we're stalled out with you because 360 Youth Services has been in the community for almost 50
4: years, right? It has.
0: Give us a little bit of background on that history and kind of how it came to be and
4: evolved. Absolutely. I mean, this is the beauty of of 360 u Services. So in the late 60s, early 70s, uh, community members came together uh, at a time where kids were really trying to figure out who they were and they're trying to deal with the challenges uh, of a changing world. And they decided to put together an organization at the time called Naperville Community Outreach, what's become 360 u Services. And they decided to build an organization that was completely focused on the youth of this community. And the beauty of it was is they didn't always know exactly what challenges that the youth were going to face or the kids were going to face, but they created an organization that could change and evolve with the needs of kids in the future
0: that's wonderful I mean and I think you know with that whole 360 you're really going around right
4: it is it's about being there for a kid in every part of their life and you know, wrapping the resources of just really great people and really great providers around them no matter what challenges they're facing
0: yeah Carolyn you know talk a little bit about the programs and services because you have a lot of kind of marquee p- services that you offer to the youth of the community give us a little bit of background and information about them
5: yeah I think sometimes we're like the best kept secret we are people know- us for one different thing but we do a lot so we do substance abuse prevention education or substance use prevention education um, to young people in districts 203 and 204 in sixth through twelfth grade Um, so that's through like social norming campaigns helping people understand who's actually using drugs and also providing parents with some resources we have a counseling office over on bond Street that serves young people like fourth grade through 25 who may not be able to access counseling in other ways Um, and then where I work is in our housing department so we have a group home for folks who identify as male um, for a DCFS group home and we have transitional housing programs for youth experiencing homelessness and so that's a thing that a lot of people don't realize that homelessness exists in Naperville um, and that we have programs to support young people. And
4: she's really right with that best-kept secret part you know there are a lot of programs that she mentioned and just another one that I'll add is Operation Snowball. For the greater part of 25 years uh, Operation Snowball has lived at 360 u Services and this is a program where high schoolers can kind of come together Focused on creating healthy relationships, kind of helping figure out who they are as they grow up And that's just uh, one of those things that's always been related to us, but many people don't know is is that right. is, uh, is 360
0: Yeah, I think that's true. I know my, my daughters went through that and yeah. had a fabulous weekend And I'm not sure at that point in time that I did know that it was right. 360 Youth Services right. So yeah, right. um, we fixed that problem right yeah. now, so <laughs> right. that's good um, Harley, uh, 50 years, that's, you know, half a century, that's a long time You talked a little bit about evolving to meet the changing needs of youth yeah. um, how are you continuing to evolve? I mean how does that work for you on a day-to-day basis?
4: So the beauty of an organization like 360 Youth Services is that it's always been community leaders and community members driving the organization. So for that entire 48 years uh, bringing new people on, people who have youth in the community, people who are living and breathing this on a daily basis make up the volunteers that are on our advisory council or on our board of directors helping us keep pointing in the right direction. At the same time Um, focus on the the evolving challenges, right? You know, 10 years ago we had no idea that vaping would be a huge issue for kids. We had no idea that the legalization of some drugs might be a challenge that might make it hard for parents in in these days. And so what they created, and the way that we kind of keep in front of that, is is making sure that we're subject matter experts in the things that are facing kids at any given time and that we've got great people like Carolyn and the other people that work at 360 who know what those challenges are and are ready to help kids face those in the future.
0: Well, and I think that's interesting because oftentimes in this space right you know you've got multiple issues for a young adult Uh, Mm -hmm. they're not just presenting on one thing that they're dealing with they're presenting on a number of different things they might be homeless they might be experiencing some anxiety and some depression there could be a variety Mm -hmm. of different things so what it's sounding like is that you're trying to kind of come around on all of those fronts as best as you can
4: yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely And, and that that's always been the basis of what we do is making sure that we've got each and every aspect of that covered so that when parents come to us whether they need information about substance of use or they need information about anxiety and depression or they just need somebody to talk to 360 youth services have been that resource as it relates to youth here for a long time
0: yeah and I think you I I just want to kind of pick up on something you said there because you were talking about and I think we sometimes think about 360 youth services you're focusing on just the youth but you kind of touched on something right there as the parent so say a little more about that
4: yeah I mean as parents and I'm I'm a parent uh, of three uh, middle school kids The most challenging part is just trying to understand the world that they live in and helping them understand the world that they live in. So information is somehow, most most of the time, just as important for us as it is for those kids, right? They're still developing. Their brains are still developing, and it's our job to help them through that. And we can provide those resources, that education, uh, and that understanding to parents um, that helps them figure out that challenge in the same way. How to
0: support those kids. Yeah. 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 Now I know, Carolyn, you mentioned that you work in the housing area uh, yeah. for 360 U Services and you guys are coming up on a pretty big, significant uh, anniversary for the uh, housing program and particularly as it relates to the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. So say a little bit more about
5: that. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I could talk all day, right? <laughs> so um, we, five years ago, opened a transitional housing program specifically for LGBTQ young people. So lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, questioning young people. Because we saw in our community what was kind of reflected nationwide, that about 40% of youth who are homeless identify as LGBTQ. But they only represent like 5 or 7% of the general population. So there's this huge disproportion of kids being pushed out of their homes, their schools, their communities, because of who they are. And so we um, now have served over 52 young people in that program. Um, which is just like so thrilling to be able to um, provide a, a space that is not just like, I tolerate who you are, but I celebrate who you are. And I wanna make sure that this community embraces you so that not only are you working on getting out of homelessness, but you can walk out of the doors like with pride and feel like, I am a member of this community. My community wants me here. That's wonderful. And and 50, that's the milestone. That's awesome. That's So five years, over 50 young people. Yeah, Yeah. that's amazing. And I think you're,
0: you know, you're so right in that connecting of of pieces right there. You're supporting in a variety of different ways. Yeah. Yeah. So
5: we've been able to not only work with our young people within the walls of our organization, but also work with like um, Linden Oaks and the Naperville Police Department and all these other folks to look at their policies and practices to make sure that they're welcoming for the LGBT community and kind of have paved the way for others to be able to like have these conversations that are often difficult like parents not knowing the language around what their young people are talking about being a leader in that is something that I'm really excited that we get to be a part of
0: yeah bringing everybody together again kind of that 360 piece right yeah, I got it Harley, as we wrap up, how can our viewers engage with you? How can they support the mission of 360 Youth
4: Services? So I mean, I think the biggest thing is our story, right? So understanding that that we are here and we have been as a community resource. So sharing that story with friends and neighbors, for a a new family that might move on to your block that has kids, making sure that they know that this is a resource. For a friend who might be struggling with with a young person who's having anxiety or depression or substance abuse issues, right, knowing that we're here as a resource to be able to do that. At the same time, as a nonprofit, we rely on the support of the community around us so financial donations volunteering people giving their time and their expertise and their volunteerism is always a big one and you can find out about all of those on our website
0: wonderful well listen hey Thank you so much for giving us a 360 look at 360. We really appreciate it. Uh, we know you've got a lot of good work that you gotta do ahead, uh, and also opportunities to stop and celebrate some of the milestones that you've reached, so uh, thank you for stopping by. If you would like to learn more about how you can support the mission of 360 Youth Services, please go and visit their website. We're gonna take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight.
3: At Busey, our story centers around you, your goals, and your dreams. You dreamed of owning your first home. You partnered with us to customize a plan. You started a business. You trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs. You wanted to leave a legacy. You allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. BUCY, your dream, our promise.
0: Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette. I'm joined now by Alyssa johnson Trippas and Jennifer O'Carma, and they're representing the Naperville Education Foundation. So welcome. Thank you. Hello. I love the fact that you're all so bright and we're gonna talk a little bit about what's on the shirt in just a minute. But I'm gonna start with you, Alyssa. Hello. The Naperville Education Foundation. Give us a little
6: bit of background on what it is and what it does for students in District 203. Of course. Uh, the foundation exists to support the district and the students of District 203 so that we can provide experiences and opportunities above and beyond what tax dollars alone can provide. So we will provide opportunities uh, for teachers and students that will enhance their overall experience. Yeah it's amazing and I think so
0: often we don't think about you know we assume the tax dollars going to do it all but I know and Mm -hmm. we've done a lot of work with you that Mm -hmm. the foundation supports all sorts of things from you know
6: before school snacks and, and educational programs, robotics clubs. Oh absolutely and so really so it's that funding that we bring in which helps provide those opportunities and we we have a great program called Start the Day, so we'll provide a healthy snack uh, for students that may need that. We provide annual grant awards, so teachers that submit uh, proposals for innovative uh, ideas, we will help you know provide that seed money. Uh, we also are the fiscal agent for the business incubator program uh, in our high schools, so that's a really wonderful way that we can help support those students. Uh, we also provide a trustee award, so every school uh, receives a thousand dollar. Uh, gift from from the foundation that the teachers can use at their own discretion through the principal's guidance. Well, obviously, that's lots of things. So now
0: you're wearing these very wonderful, bright T-shirts, which Mm -hmm. I absolutely love. And on them, it says
6: Team NEF. So what is Team NEF? Mm -hmm. Team NEF is a group of parents, students, teachers, community members that are coming together to help raise funds for NEF in a very innovative way. And what we'll do is we'll put this team of people together. They can run or walk to raise funds for us by participating uh, in the big race that will happen October 20th. And this will be our sixth year uh, doing this. And last year we had 212 people that signed up to raise funds to help the foundation and we raised over $80,000 so we're really getting ready and getting excited uh, to put people together for this year's team.
0: Yeah I think that's amazing I mean the growth is incredible I know you've just skyrocketed in terms Mm -hmm. of that funding but um, I think it's also interesting because this is a race that you're not putting on you're participating in but bringing your team together so it's a great way to really Mm -hmm. leverage a community race Mm -hmm. to the foundation's benefit and then ultimately to students right? Mm
6: -hmm. Absolutely and it's a great way too you're bringing of fitness and fun together and it's a great way, as you say, to build that community, but we're all coming together for a cause and it's a great way for people to not only support the foundation, but they get to designate the school of their choice uh, to receive 50% of the funds that they've raised and that really is uh, creating a lot of fun and friendly competition as well within our schools. A competition, it
0: can often be a really good thing. So I'm going to ask you, Jenny, because you're Mm -hmm. a teacher in District 203, how did you get to come and and get involved in Team NEF and and what's that experience been
7: like? Sure, so short answer, someone asked me to participate. (laughs) Um, Actually, she approached me and said, you're a runner, right? And my response was who told you that? Because <laughs> that is not the truth. I just get coaxed into doing races. and yeah. um, So I was asked by a, former, uh, by a colleague, and it's been such a great experience being a part of Team NEF, mostly because I don't typically enjoy running, <laughs> but to run for a cause such as this has been very rewarding. Uh, Alyssa talked about the fact that 50% of the funds go to your school. What school are you with? So I'm at Lincoln Junior High, and that has been a huge incentive for our teachers and our community members to be able to join part of Team NEF because half of the funds could go back directly to our school. So that has been just wonderful that um, they started that. Okay, so, and I'm thinking
0: probably that, you know, you were asked, so now you're asking a lot of people, (laughs)
7: yes? Yes, absolutely. And are they saying yes also? Yeah, mostly. Um, It's kind of like (laughs) your vibe attracts your tribe. I think we started as like a smaller handful of teachers that were Mm -hmm. our team, and then people saw the fun we were having and what we were doing within our school and in the community to raise Mm -hmm. funds, and they just wanted to join and be a part of it. So I think we had about six or seven join last September, yeah. you know, before the race in mm-hmm. October, which is outstanding. So, um, it's been a lot of fun mm-hmm. amongst ourselves as teachers and then um, just building a lot of community within the school. Well, I think it would
6: be hard to say no to you. Just... <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think so often
0: that is it, right? Just asking. So, speaking of that, as you think about the fundraising component, mm-hmm. how has your school community come together and how are you asking people to support mm-hmm. you financially?
7: Yeah, so we've mm-hmm. had a lot of fun with it. Last year, we were really um, took it under our wings and did a couple of things. The first thing that we did was we had a staff lunch through Jimmy John's, so one of our local, um, you know, restaurants supporting us and giving a portion of the mm-hmm. proceeds back to our school, which was awesome. And then through our parent-teacher conference night, we had a raffle, which was very successful and super easy. So we just had different items, such as you know, coveted parking spaces during <laughs> eighth-grade graduation. Yes, or that's for- cute. Huge. Yes, yes, huge. huge, or reserved win. seating for concerts or our musical that I direct. So we were able to um, have these different opportunities for our parents to and other teachers to contribute towards, mm-hmm. um, and that was hugely successful. So nice. that was one of the easiest ways we raised funds, mm-hmm. and um, we also had a staff barbecue. So people donated towards that. We were, you know, we had two of our staff members cooking out, you know, during the lunch periods it was i think um you know we had a local donor of the you know what we grilled it was super fun.
0: Lots of ways. And mm-hmm. and I'm going to piggyback off of that, Alyssa, before we get to maybe how people individually can get uh-huh. involved as uh-huh. a runner. You've mentioned a couple of times now different businesses. So talk mm-hmm. a little bit about how businesses are getting engaged with you through this process.
6: Well, you know, we're so excited. This is really a, a new component for us this year. We did have a team uh, from Edgewood Clinical actually last year that came forward as a business team. But it's become such a fun idea to bring people from our business community in, but it gives them a sense. Sense, um, of b- building their own communities, also helping the schools, but it's a great way for them to use their marketing budget as well. So it's a way for them to bring, again, that fitness and that fun component together, but they are actually also each individually raising a minimum of $203 per participant. Oftentimes the companies are you have the opportunity now to use their marketing dollars against that to make sure that the funds get raised. Uh, and we're doing, first of all, we're offering bragging rights. So if you're the company that has the biggest team, you get bragging rights. Uh, secondly, for the teams that are having you know up to 10 members, they'll have an opportunity, 10 to 24 members actually, they'll have an opportunity to have their logo on our shirts but for those that have more than that we'll actually be able to do some specific things on the team shirts as well so we're really looking for a lot of new businesses to come forward and join us to put teams together okay well as we wrap up real quick if I'm interested you've motivated me even if I'm not a Mm one and I'm not a business how do I go about getting involved you know what we'd love to send you straight to our website okay certainly you can learn more about us on social media as well we we have presence on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook as well
0: okay wonderful well I wish you keep training that's, that, that's important and I don't know a lot about running other than I think you're supposed to keep training uh, yes. so do that and we wish you the very best of luck let's hope for a really good day nice sunny skies it on will the day be that sunny. you sunny yes that'll be great and the shirts look great so well well done If you would like to sign up for Team NEF or to learn more about other programs that the foundation supports, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at UC Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. If you would like to learn more about the organizations featured on today's show, please go and visit our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in your community, sign up to receive our daily news update, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wernette. Thank you for watching.